Definitely. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Before before we because the last time I didn't last time I didn't, <laughs> didn't do intro. So for those listening, um, welcome back to another episode with your host me and Ben. We've got a guest with us, Francis, on the podcast. Um, sharing his journey with grief and how mm. he dealt with it, and just how um, having faith in God has kind of helped him, like to kill uh-uh. and sort of, um, you know, really kind of be in a positive um, mind state. So. Yeah, yeah, bro. Thanks for coming on, man. Um, no, no, worries, man. Pleasure. Pleasure. Look forward to Thanks, Ben. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah, because, like, just, you know, how, like, how that time, how that period, well, how that period was for you initially. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, so just, like, talk on that a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Where can I start? So, um, yeah, like, um, <clears throat> so my dad, like I lost my dad in 2017, February 2017, um, and I lost him to cancer. Oh. A common form as well, especially among um, Afro-Caribbean men, uh, prostate mm-hmm. cancer. Um, and personally, like I, you know, my family might have a different a different view, but I personally believe that well my mom would have known anyways um but I'm not sure about what my brothers would would think because obviously my dad I've been here since I was um twelve in the u k that is I came in in two thousand and three so I've lived here since and my dad and my mom obviously lived back home in congo so um when we received the news that my dad had cancer that was in twenty 16, October 2016. Um, and at that stage, it was already terminal. Yeah, it was already turning mm-hmm. terminal. So he, he had it for longer than he, he, he realized. Because even prior to that, when he would come to the UK, I remember the last time that he came um, was for my graduation in 2015. And he was already struggling with his health. Like there was weight loss, loss of appetite, fever. And he was spending a lot of time like, uh, sleeping and stuff like that and it was quite visible as well to us that my dad wasn't well but obviously we, we really didn't know what it was at the time um and then I remember um us going to like a walk-in clinic somewhere in London I can't remember exactly where um my older brother just suggested it and we went there and obviously they couldn't do checks or anything like that because it's sorry, sorry to interrupt bro so yeah, sorry um, um, you said you went to a walking clinic yeah it was like some type of walking clinic to be fair bro my memory of it is, is quite blurred oh um, but it, you need to get checked or yeah not me my dad because oh, okay, obviously okay. he was concerned about sorry if i wasn't clear enough yeah, like no, we right. obviously knew that he wasn't well and he was describing his symptoms to us um, and so one of my brothers just suggested that we should go somewhere where he could actually discuss his symptoms with, with um, someone in a medical field. I can't remember if it was an actual doctor or uh, like a, a nurse or some type of consultant. I, I really can't remember, but we, we went to a place of that sort. Um, and obviously they couldn't actually do any checks on him because he doesn't live in the country. But when he described his symptoms to them, that was in 2015. Um, I remember my brother saying that, you know, they told him that he, it, it could be cancer at his age. It could be cancer. So 
when he goes back home, like he should, he should try to stay on top of it and be proactive with, um, you know, getting checked up and, and any appropriate medication that may be needed. Um, yeah, so, so that was that. And obviously the, during that time, so when he went back home, we were obviously in, in communication, but um, there was still no diagnosis at that point. So by the time we heard about his actual diagnosis in 2016, it was already terminal. So you can imagine like, <laughs> you know, how tough that, that would have been. Um, and funny enough as well, that was actually the same year and the same month that I entered into a relationship with my, um, with my girlfriend at the time, who is now my wife. Shout out wifey and that. Oh. All day, all day. <laughs> Baby girl and that. <laughs> Love of my life. Hey, big up Gloria, man. Lovely, lovely woman. Yeah, shout out to the wifey, man. So, um, yeah, so it was actually the same month that we got into the relationship that my dad actually got the diagnosis and he was terminal. And that, bro, to be fair, it was, I really didn't know how to, to, to be fair, looking man, I, I really didn't know how to process it at that time. And I think that, you know, like when you, you hear such a news, typically you think, wow, like my dad is dying. But I was always hopeful that, um, I was always hopeful that he could be healed um, and actually recover from it. And that obviously, as you know, going go to what you were talking about, about my faith, that's obviously a lot of it had to do with, um, you know, my relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, I'm, I'm actually a follower of Jesus Christ and I believe the Bible to be the word of God. And that's my source of, of guidance, of strength and comfort. And so hearing that news initially wasn't, the end of the matter for me, but it was just like, okay, this is obviously sad and very serious, but like God is able. Um, and, and I think also not being, um, not being physically close to my dad also, I think maybe might have contributed to, might have contributed to, Like, you know, because it's one thing, obviously, you live abroad, you're hearing about it, but you're not actually seeing, you're not seeing how his health is deteriorating. So as the time went on, um, by the time we reached like maybe December of 2016, because when you think about it, actually, that's very, that's, that's a short period of time, isn't it? 2016, he was diagnosed to have cancer. February 2017, he died. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, so that that's, tells yeah, that's you, very, like, so at that, at that point, you know, you mentioned, so it, it was... At that point, you said it was terminal, but even even still, that's still very a short period. That's for, a very uh, and 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 pardon me, I don't mean to be offensive by saying it, but that's a short period to kind of deteriorate. If if you go, I'm trying to say definitely, bro, definitely, definitely. And I even I even thought that as well. So by the time we reach maybe like December, January, or something like that, um, obviously I would just hear from my mom is that now like your dad is not, your dad is like really bad, like you guys need to call him a bit more regularly. And I think he even got to a point where he couldn't talk anymore. Like he was struggling to talk. So that was another thing that made it quite difficult. Not only that, um, first and foremost, I'm not physically there, close to my dad. And secondly, like it got to a point where 
I couldn't even speak to him as much as I would have wanted because he was in so much pain. Do you know what I mean? And he needed a lot of rest. And sometimes even speaking on the phone, um, from what I heard, was in a way unhelpful to him because obviously it would make him sad. Do you know what I mean? Like knowing that he's speaking to his children in that state. But bro, the maddest thing for me when the, the, the like, he actually sunk in that, like, raw, this is mad, was when my mom um, sent us some pictures of my dad. So she visited him in hospital and sent us some pictures of him. I remember, did I, did I show them to you? No, no, I don't, no, I don't think you did. Stop. Bro, like, when I saw him in that state, I was like, this is mad. Like, this is absolutely mad. Like, it, it didn't look like him at all. Mm. Um, that was just before he died. And I think shortly after that, February. So I think my mom sent us pictures around Jan, end of Jan, February 2017, he died. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like the story. And I don't know if you, if you wanted to comment from there or if you wanted me to elaborate in terms of no, how you know, I like, it with my like, um, what, what you said is, is, is like, it's, it's, it must be tough. Because even with... with um, I think with grief as well, especially when, when it's, it's, it's due to like, 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 you know, like cancer, it's very, it's very like, I don't know, it's, it's weird because it's, it's like you, it must be hard to like, having mentally, it'll be hard to kind of like deal with that because oh. it's, it's, it's a thing of like, you, you've learned that, okay, this is terminal. Mm. So it's on, it's, so there's, there's going to be a point where like, you have to kind of see them you know, change um, and yeah, uh, yeah, and just to kind of say briefly, because um, with Mada, it was it wasn't um, uh, a cancer, but it was it was almost the same same thing in the, in the sense where it was similar. Sorry, where like you know he was kind of deteriorating, like in terms of his, his, yeah. his physical self. And I remember, um, you know, I think I, I was I was like kind of shown a picture at the time, like if not not if that like, when he was ill, like, and I was like. I, didn't even recognize him. Like even just even just going going to see him in the morning yeah. it was mad. Like it was, mm. it was almost crazy. Like um, yeah, you know. So it it, it just kind of makes you obviously it's a sad thing. Do you know what I mean? Like I mean I had For a bit sure. of hope in the sure. sense that you know he'll he'll get better. But I think in a weird way, like um, I'm, I'm I think I'm a bit at, at peace because I, I just knew like yeah. He just needed to, to to rest and 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 for a bit like and and I think it was an issue of you know like you know losing kind of faith you know and mm. I know you mentioned you know you throughout this period of course you dealt with grief as in the, the natural kind of emotion that come with it yeah 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 but at the yeah. same time you you still found strength in yeah that, in God in it yeah you know, um, yeah so so like yeah bro. I want to kind of just find out like more about you know, I know I know what you mean when if you when you say you know that God was your source of strength and healing, mm. but in but just I guess maybe for people listening, I guess maybe for us in, in a way like what 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 do you kind of mean by that like when you yeah when you um, say that? No, I appreciate the question, man. Yeah, but by the way, saying that <laughs> does not at all mean that I didn't feel pain, <laughs> I didn't cry. You know, I wasn't confused to some extent. Like, you know, that that was very much a, 
surreal experience for me. It's, I've never experienced something like that. I think maybe prior to that, the only sort of um, uh, sort of bereavement that I went through, uh, in terms of having somebody so so close, probably my grandmother my grandmother but even at that time i was quite young i didn't really understand it i remember just hearing they see my mom crying my sister crying like my brother's being really sad but i was just quite confused like what's going on and when we went to the funeral as well like seeing her body like i, I didn't really like it didn't really hit me like that because i was very young and i didn't know how to process it so my dad's death was different you know what i mean like i'm a full-grown man i'm in my 20s um and it's, it's not really something you know like you you know um that there's going to come a day where, you know, you're going to start losing loved ones, especially parents, the older you get. But you don't, you can have, I didn't anticipate it, at least not that way. Do you know what I mean? Like the way it happened. So, yeah, like I was, I, I remember when I got the news um, from, my, from my mom, I think the first thing I, I did was just, I think I was numb for a bit and then yeah bro just just broke down just broke down um and I was just I just remember being gripped with um being gripped with a deep sense of deep sense of sadness and pain like and I think for me was two things and this might be related to uh this might be another category in and of itself maybe you know you're gonna draw another question from it but two things really was the the cause of of the of the pain for me the sense of absence do you know what i mean this is literally like okay one like my dad is gone like i'm not going to physically see him again do you know what i mean and then obviously i'm associating it to gloria who was then in a relationship with and my dad actually didn't get to meet him um you know um you know, my nieces and nephews who were growing up and yeah, they weren't gonna um, see my, my, my dad again and the grandfather again. So it was really just that sense of abs absence that he's actually gone. And then secondly also, um, you know, I didn't know where he would spend eternity. Mm. You know, so I, I, I didn't know like, because my dad was a religious man, you know, he, um, he was a, you know, he was a Roman Catholic. And I think from time to time, like he would um, attend services and stuff like that. But, you know, there's a difference between being religious and actually having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And as far as I'm, I'm concerned, like my dad um, didn't have that. Like he, he, he never made his peace with God where he actually entrusted himself to him. And so that was a deep um, cause of sadness for me as well. But um, during that time, bro, like, um, yeah, so just really allowing myself to, as I often say, allow myself to feel the weight of my emotions and not suppressing it, but just grieving. But at the same time, I'm not going to lie, there was this sense of pressure, <laughs> not really coming from what I believe in the Bible, but I think just what society says as a man, go and get yourself together. Mm -hmm. lift yourself up you're in a relationship now don't be too vulnerable mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and 
yeah and that was that was another thing that i had to wrestle through but i i thank god so going back to what i was talking about like you know jesus christ being my source of strength and the bible in in particular uh, which i'm convinced is the word of god and and the ultimate um authority by which you know man is called to live and so i go into the bible and seeing things like um like the psalms for instance it's you know you you read it but it's not until you're going through a time like that that you really realize it's relevant so what i mean by that is that the psalms for instance is full of expressions of all types of emotions you know you have the psalmist expressing anger fear confusion they have questions to god about life not understanding certain things um you have them expressing sorrow and pain so seeing that is like you know what like the bible doesn't actually call christians to to be stoics you know uh, uh, i.e to be people who deny their feelings and emotions but you know we're actually invited by god himself to be very open to him about how we feel including our grief and our pain so that was a source of comfort but also when i went to you know looking at the life of jesus christ himself you know um it it, it really amazed me that you know here we are <laughs> the only perfect man that ever lived you know he, he couldn't actually be 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 accused of doing any wrong right and he had supernatural power to heal we see him healing the sick we see him raising the dead we see him casting out demons and yet you know um there was a time where in fact the shortest verse of the bible in the new testament actually says jesus wept and this was in relation to his friend who had died for a few days and jesus knew he was going to raise him from the dead and yet he didn't stop him from feeling the pain of lost you see what i mean yeah, and so yeah. that was quite profound for me as well looking at that and saying you know what like i don't need to allow myself to feel the pressure of 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 society which tells me that manliness is to be strong in a very in denial way like you 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 suppress your feelings and you don't allow yourself to be vulnerable you know yeah. and so yeah bro so it was just things like that and and just uh wrestling with that and then ultimately just resting in that as well so you know what like yeah no god calls me to be open and and then just lastly as well sorry bro before no, 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 move on. Oh, take your time um the second um the second thing as well was having a support system from people around me um and my my greatest i mean humanly speaking my my, my greatest um support at that time was gloria you know she was absolutely amazing during that time and you know i thank god that with her i never felt like i needed to pretend i never felt like i needed to impress her by being the strong guy in fact it takes strength to be vulnerable <laughs> a lot of times we, we talk about strength you know strength is equal to not crying not you know be vulnerable about pain and grief and stuff like that but it actually takes strength to be vulnerable do you know what i mean and so um yeah and having that relationship and just having somebody who would give you that space and actually encourage you it's it's okay like to to feel grief is it's natural is is human to feel grief 
um, and just know that I'm, I'm with you. I'm walking through this, this season with you. Um, that was a big thing as well. And of course, like other close friends at that time as well who were around and were showing support. Um, so yeah, bro, like it, it was that, like Jesus Christ and then obviously um, the support of friends as well that really helped me through that time. Do you know what? You, you've touched on so many um, like important points and, and I felt at the same time you've kind of, um, I feel like you've dispelled a lot of like maybe misconceptions because mm. one, one thing is like, like we always mention, um, you know, this whole idea that, you know, as, as, as a guy in general, never, never mind as, as a husband, but just as a guy yeah, in general, yeah. like you have to be just like, do you know what I mean, stern. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but, but here you are saying, you know what, like, listen, it's not even, I'm not even going to, I can't even, with something as as, as um, sad as that, you can't even, with anything, you can't even pretend to yourself. You, yeah. can, you can't, you can't, you can't yeah. sort of, um, what's the word, like, deceive yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. kind of good that you, you also felt that like you, yeah. you have someone, you know, you have someone who allows to kind of be that kind of, you know, um, being that vulnerable state because she, she understands mm. what you need to go through. And I think as yeah. well, um, tying it back to like, you know, being a man of God, being religious, like, you know, um, this idea that, you know, okay, cool, you believe in God. Just because you believe in God, it doesn't mean you can't feel anger or sadness. Right. Doesn't, do you know right. what I mean? And, and, and that's what right. we kind of talked about in the previous episode, me and Ben, about toxic positivity. It kind of ties in with that a bit because... I feel like sometimes, especially, and again, as as uh, people, even or even as Christians, either you know, yeah, yeah, God yeah. knows best. Don't worry, it's fine. Mm. Like, God knows what He's doing. Like your your mom's in a your mom or dad is in a better place. Mm. And, and I don't, I won't say I have a problem with that, but I think sometimes is with uh, like certain people is that again, it's good to to, to have faith in God. Don't get me wrong, but I think sometimes it's like kind of denying um, natural emotions. By, and by, by by dismissing it and yeah. saying, you know what, okay, this has happened, but God knows best. That that's not that's not entirely helpful for someone who's dealing with grief. Because I thought like you need to kind of yeah. like, you can still know that yeah. God knows best, but at the same time you can still grieve. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah, it's not one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. It's not one or the other, like. Yeah. I so what were you gonna say, Ben? Sorry? Because in a way, I think when you say that, it, you're basically putting like um, full stop on what on what um, on what is going on. That like, with the like with with grief, you're basically putting a, a full stop, saying that oh, you know, let's not talk about it anymore. In a way, that's what they're basically trying to say. But it's a different point of view for the person that's grieving. Yeah, so I think certain things aren't really helpful to say, but when you know someone's grieving, just be there for them, even when they're silent, or even, you know, like whatever it is that they need, like just be there for them, let me know, rather than say all these, you know, the quotes and, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's an interesting yeah. one, for, for real. And you know what, like, yeah, I fully hear you, Ben. And I think for me as well, it, it was realizing that, you know what? Um, a lot of the times, like, people mean well. So I didn't, I didn't necessarily equate those things with malice or, yeah, or yeah. people were being intentionally 
difficult. You know, people that they men well. You know that 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 was what they fought encouraging somebody. <laughs> you know, meant saying you know God, you God's got in control. You know, your dad's in a better place, or you know the typical one. You know. Uh, God works all things for the good of those who love Him, and you you know all these all these all these passages which are which are true, but nonetheless unhelpful, you know, um, and yeah, just I think that I just found it helpful to have people during that time who would like listen. Do you know what I mean? Like, listen, and actually, not just assume first of all. Because sometimes when you're saying things like, you know, you know, but well, you know, God's got it under control. God's got. You're not actually in saying that. It's it's you don't mean it, but it comes across dismissive. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing, and then secondly, you're not actually engaging with the person. Like, how are you feeling? Like, how are you? You know, don't don't just assume that the person is okay even if they are a Christian, <laughs> because, you know, Christianity, um, Christianity and, 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 and pain are not opposed to each other. Like, like I was saying, they, they, you, they, you come they, across they, so many, yeah, you come across so many, what, what, exactly, what actually your relationship with Jesus Christ does, he equips you to best deal with pain. It doesn't, uh, uh, it doesn't encourage you to suppress it. It equips you to best deal with it. And so for me, those things that people were saying, I tried not to take it personal. I just understood that, you know what, like they're, they're, they're doing what they think is best. Uh, this is what they think encouragement and comfort looks like. And, and that just meant that I didn't allow myself to maybe like lash out at people. I was just very selective with who I went to for encouragement and, and comfort, one being Gloria and a few other friends who I knew actually genuinely cared you know, genuinely cared and that would give me the space to express myself. But sometimes people also didn't, as Ben was saying, like, it's, like they weren't saying anything. They would just come there and, and just physically be there and maybe help in practical ways. And, and um, so, yeah, that was, that was, um, that, that, that was helpful. But, but that's another thing. Like, so, you know, sort of going through that, that's what even with you, bro, um, Jermaine, like you remember, like many of our conversations in a car, like from work, going back home, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like, there's a way in which going through pain and grief and that type of experience, like bereavement, actually equips you to be a help and a comfort to other people. Because mm -hmm. sometimes, when you don't go through those type of situations, you speak theoretically. <laughs> you know yeah. into people's situation but when you know what it's like to feel pain of that of that nature you're able to be tender and empathetic and slow to speak do you know what i mean because you understand that you know what this is actually it's it's a painful experience yeah and you also allow people to express themselves so like, even even like what like what ben said was like spot on like sometimes it's not even a matter of just speaking it's a matter of just being there for real. Because, and, For real. And what it is as well, one thing I read, even though like, I've, I've, because obviously with me, there's people I've come across that have lost family, um, lost a loved one as well. But I'm not kind of uh, quick to say, you know, I know I know what it's like, don't worry, you get through. Yeah. Even, even like that, I'm, I still, that take myself out of the equation. It's, it's not about me, mm. it's not, 
Never mind, yeah. it's not about what I bring. Right now, it's about them. So sometimes the best way you can help them is by being there, like being uh-huh. there, being there uh-huh. um, in, in important dates, even just a phone call, a text mm. when, when you know that like, it's an, uh, an important date. Like, I think those things go a long way. Like, yeah. And again, it doesn't, you don't have to kind of like say anything that your mind thinks of, oh, don't worry, God knows best. Oh, don't worry, in time we'll heal. You don't even need to say all of that. You just being there, you, it would be enough. And the thing is, the person going through it at the time may not realize it, but trust me, you don't forget those things. You don't, yeah. you don't forget those. I think you remember those who were just like there and then kind of sort of like, uh, Fairize everything, but just kind of like treated you normally, but but we're there for you and we're there yeah. for you and kind of um, uh, find practical ways to help you. Yeah. Those are the ones you trust me. You don't forget. You don't forget that. Yeah. You don't forget that. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think that that's important. And even just like, you know, with having faith, and again, like, you know, again, I feel like it's good that you've kind of. Um, well, no one's well, good that you've come on today, but I think it's good that you've you kind of sort of like given us like a like a true picture of, of what a man of faith is. And it's not like, you know, being, because you, you're a man of faith, you know, okay, I'm fine. Um, don't worry in time. Like you understand, you know, I have, I've got feelings too. And even like, yeah. um, and so I wanted to kind of tie into, even, even though like you are a man of faith, that, that losing, losing your, um, that hasn't, I, I mean, I, I don't think it's changed that. But I feel like you've kind of allowed yourself again. You allowed yourself to feel what you need to feel as well. But mm. you know, like in at one point you did mention. I mean, not necessarily on here, but when we've spoken, like yeah, you know, you wasn't sure, you know, where that was going to end up in terms of Mm-mm-mm-mm. spiritually, because he, he wasn't. I would say he wasn't a devout man of a devout Christian, but he wasn't. You don't know if he made peace with God because what what I'm trying to say is like. Meant, how did you kind of um, find peace with that? Not knowing, mm. okay, is he gonna be in heaven or is he, you know, is he gonna be end up in like, like hell? Do you know, do you know what I mean? How how did you, yeah, yeah. like so sort of like find peace with that? Yeah, with that kind oh, of. Uh, that's, a, that's yeah, that's that's a big question. You know, out of the two reasons that I gave about. Um, I mean, out of the two reasons, two causes of pain, um, you know, the absence and, and that, that was the biggest one, you know, that, that was definitely the biggest one for me, but probably ultimately just got to a place where I was like, you know what, like, I, I have to leave it, I, I have to leave it with God, I have to leave it with God because I wasn't there with my dad, remember, like, I was, I, I was here in the UK and he was in Congo, so it's not like I was going through that episode with him or was there physically, yeah, like I, yeah. I actually wasn't there. And so let's not also forget the nature of cancer, as difficult as, I can't even imagine what it's like, but the nature of cancer, you die slowly, isn't it? Like you, 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 so he was that, it's not like maybe like a heart attack where you, you, you know, um, it's, it's an instant thing. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you feel the pain and then before you know it, um, shortly after that, if it's fate, um, uh, what's it called? It? Uh, heart attack is fatal, but if you don't make it, like you die, it's, it's not, it, it won't take like weeks and weeks and weeks and months and months. And months. Whereas with cancer, the nature of it, your, your health is deteriorating over a period of time. 
So with the nature of that illness, obviously, it, it would have given him an opportunity as well to, as I'm saying, you know, um, make peace with God and, and actually like, confess his sins and, and acknowledge that, you know, he was in need of salvation. Um, and I know this language, need of salvation, what does it mean? <laughs> like, I'm no, 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 that we're, we're no, listening to. Trust me, speak, man. Is this, this, this yeah, is, no, it's, it's more, space, I'm thinking man. more for the audience that are hearing it. They're probably thinking, oh, what, what do you mean by need of salvation? So basically just in, in simple terms, like you need to make, to make peace with God, as I'm saying, you know. Yeah. Um, um, the Bible teaches that we were all, you know, that we're all sinners. Basically, we're all criminals before God um, and we're condemned. And and we deserve hell. That's 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 our, that's that's the punishment that we deserve. But God, by His grace and His love, sent His Son to die for us, so that all that put the all, all those that will put their faith in Him, right, would uh, will be forgiven of their sins and ultimately be reconciled with God. That's that's literally the Christian message. And so, what I'm talking about salvation is literally that that to literally be saved from God's judgment and to be in in relationship in right relationship with him and so that was that was my my concern with my dad but um yeah bro it just got to a point where i was like you know what like i i don't i don't ultimately know because i wasn't there with him and i have to leave it with god but also i heard from my brother that um just before he died that he had actually um made peace with god he had actually acknowledged that like yeah i'm <laughs> my lord i need you you know and mm-hmm. I, I, I need i i need i need to be saved i need to be in right relationship with you so um yeah that was a source of comfort but ultimately yeah bro i just i just had to leave it with god and and just say i don't know and just hope that there's gonna come a day where i'll, I'll see him again you know? Yeah, I, I, I think that's 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 good, man. Because again, like, you know, I think what I've what I've gotten from that is that leaving with God, because essentially it's something that's out of your control as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. and something that I can imagine if you keep kind of wrestling with it, it's it's not it's gonna be it's not gonna get any better because essentially it's something you did, couldn't control. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, like, when you wrestle with something you can't control. It's, it will end up being toxic because you can't. If you can, if you can control it, that's a different story. But something that's out of your hands, you know, it's. I, I get what you mean by saying, you know, like literally leave it, leave it in God's hands, and that's something I feel like um, is good about the grief because again, you've acknowledged, like you know, like again, how to grieve, yeah. also knowing what parts of grief you need to kind of like uh, make peace with. Do you know what I mean? What and. You know that part of you know your you know not your dad passing. Um, would you say it's something like you, you were you were able to make peace with? And of mm. course, like the other other things are a bit ongoing, like you know constantly like dealing with uh, whether mm. pain. You know, I'm not saying mm. that over, over time it can it can mm. side. Do you know mm. what I mean? But that's mm. always kind of ongoing because no matter no matter what, like you're not gonna forget your your dad. Facts. Facts. You know, we're not gonna forget our parents. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. Always, so I won't, I won't go as far as say that uh, grief has no expiry date. Um, well, it doesn't because it, it, it's ongoing. Sometimes, yeah, it doesn't. It, yeah. it doesn't. You know what I mean? There's no there's no expiry date. I mean, don't get me wrong. For some, it might it might be better. It might get better as time goes yeah. along. But essentially, yeah. there's no um, there's no expiry date. And I think 
know. It's a complex issue. I think I think that's another thing that we have to realize. It's not as straightforward as you know, Phil Payne today, I feel pain today and he's gone tomorrow. Or mm. like this this is quite complex. And you know, we can also bring in another category here, which is people's personalities as well. Some people are naturally more sensitive than others, mm-hmm. some people are more introspective than others, you know. Uh, some people even characterize. We can say maybe they're 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 more um, they're more uh, uh, what's it called? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, more more emotionally stable yeah, yeah. than others, and others others are more emotional. I mean, we're all we're all emotional beings in that we have emotions. God created yeah. us with emotions, but some people are more emotional than others. So. Once again, these are these are like other contributing factors as well to how somebody would process grief, yeah, regardless of uh, regardless of whether you um, you know uh, you believe in God or not. Do you know what I mean? Because I also know some Christians who, till this very day, they've lost parents like a few years ago who are very much still struggling during this time. Like they just can't get over it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas for me personally, like I can honestly say, bro. Uh, no cap, no cap. <laughs> I can on, I can honestly say, by God's grace alone, like I don't feel pain looking back at my dad's death. Like what? What? One thing you said, I fully agree with, bro. I miss him so much. You know, I still think of him and wish that he was here. Wish that he was at my wedding day. Wish that he could. Um, you know, God willing, me and Gloria have children that he could see his grandchildren, you know, m- missing his smile. You know, there's a lot of things that I enjoyed about my dad. You know, I, I, you know, I still very much wish that he was here. But in all honesty, like every time I look back or uh, reflect on his on his passing, like I don't feel like a pain that disables me. And um, and um that makes it hard for me to function. Do you know what I mean? Whereas with other people, that is very much the case. Like when they when they think about the dad's death, it might be like the and the sorry the, the parents' death. It might be even during like anniversaries. You know, like uh, remembering the days of their death and stuff like that. Like that pain just comes back. You know. So there are definitely like uh, different different factors to that, and I think that um, whatever the case. Um, yeah, people have to just be real with their emotions, man. If if that's how you're feeling, don't don't try to pretend. Like, just be honest about the fact that yeah, this is hard. Like, I'm still struggling with it, and people around that person shouldn't judge them, but just rally around them and 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 support as much as you can. You know yeah. I mean? do, do you know what's interesting? That like one thing that what you just said there, like, a lot of things that you said has been interesting so far, and, and you know, definitely it's definitely been. Uh, and insightful conversation so far, but what, what you mentioned about character, yeah, I feel like that is so... Um, personality, personality. Uh, what's the word? Yeah, character and personality, that, that's so integral to even how you do it, because even like with all of us, we're all very much different characters, and of course, like, I mean, at some point in my but I never really thought, okay, my character is, probably plays a large part, mm. you know, character, faith, you know, I never really think of, of, of mm. like that, because I feel like, and I, I'll probably... Um, Open this to, to you guys as well to kind of uh, answer or uh, answer as well. So I feel like um, my grief has kind of not kind of like changed my character, but just kind of brought out my true character. So, so just to, just to elaborate, what I mean is like I feel like I've always been kind of a, of a 
uh, somewhat like um, not emotional, but emotional kind of like someone who's always in deep thought anyway. So like yeah, this yeah. is the only kind of brought it out, and you know, and, and I don't, I don't. To be honest, I, like I've always been someone who's always like, even b- before like my parents passed, I'm always always kind of like thinking about. I don't want to say like deep stuff, but just things like you know that, like just kind of things that I kind of I will think about things too much. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Like, but I feel like with this, it, with sorry, when I say this, I mean with my grief. It's like you know, it's brought up my character of someone who's always you know, like I want to like, for example, like I I see this as a, this podcast as more than just a podcast. Like it's mm. a platform like um, facilitating conversation about these things because yeah. What it is in, obviously, we can't predict the future, but to be honest, we're all going to go through this at some point. It's just that we've gone through it sooner rather than later. And I, I don't, and I, I don't mean to say this for those listening to say that I don't, I don't wish this on anyone. But we're all going to go through it at some point. You know what I'm saying? My, my only wish is that, you know, when I don't, I don't, I don't want to sound morbid, but I'm saying when it, when it, it does happen, I just hope that we allow us to do with it in the best way we can. Do you know what I mean? Rather than you know, having this, subscribing to this whole notion that, you know what, like, because, for example, we're men, we must do it this way. Because we're Christians, we yeah. must do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, like natural emotions are natural emotions. Despite whether we're men, despite whether our religious beliefs or, or where we're from, background, you're always going to always gonna experience it differently. So, mm. back to what I was saying. So, like, do you guys feel like your, like your grief has kind of, like, um, I would say, like, Right, your, your true character, or do you think it's changed your your character? So like, so like Ben, what, what would you um, what, what would you kind of say? Um, I probably say my grief has changed the way I live. It's changed my interests with people, so I'm I'm not too um quick 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 to um to judge people. Like I've I've learned to have um em- empathy in a way. Mm. Like knowing what it's like to be in someone's like um, footsteps, mm. you know, and um, I probably say grief did bring a bit of like health-related issues as well. So I got mm. um, depression and I got uh, um, fatigue as well. So I was going through a bit of like chronic, um, what I say, chronic illness, but more of this. Um, I would always get tired for no reason, mm. or even when I'm at work. It, it always looks like that I'm tired or not bothered, even though I'm yeah. there. Like no matter where I went, I, I, I just felt tired for, for no reason, and mm. I think that kind of contributed to um to the grief as well. So I, I wasn't as honest about how I was feeling in uh, four years ago, but now I probably say I'm in a better place, even though I still have more things to like you know improve things to talk about so i've gone to therapy now and obviously therapy bought the better side that bought the better side of me that i didn't know about so yeah that's something i've gone through been through and i'm learning maybe even now yeah definitely that's that's um it's good that obviously you've acknowledged like you know these things and and you're right. I think I, I, I'm not sure what um, health issues my grief sort of brought, but I, I definitely realised that there was a point where, like, I was just like, just not my diet was just man, just always feeling 
like, like, like getting that tiredness as well. But no, I wasn't like, I think I meant just kind of just tired all the time because literally of the impact of dealing with everything, mm. you know, so much. And, and some of that can take its toll. So you, you, I think as men, we definitely need to kind of like, back to what you mentioned earlier, Francis, like, listen, like, this, this whole, like, being strong, just take time for you, for your health as well, not just your mental health, but your actual physical health as well, because, trust me, we may not see it all the time, but there, there, there are some physical inclinations that some, that grief can cause, like, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, a large part of it is, is mental, do you know what I mean, your mental health, but trust me, physically as well, like, what, what take care of yourself, especially, like, in, um, this current climate as well, where like, you know, of course it's, it's this whole year, I, mean, I don't want to kind of say go on about this whole, we all know how this year has been, do you know what I mean? But so I think it's important mm-hmm. to just kind of focus or or maybe like, maybe for some refocus on like your, your mental health and your physical health as well, man, because yep. like, again, like I said before, we like, you know, death is inevitable, isn't it? but whilst we're here, let's at least look after ourselves in the best way we can, do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, just wanted to talk, yeah, with you, Francis. So do you feel like your character has been more like sort of like more revealed or more like um not as in, in, in context of your grief, or do you feel like you've um what's the word? It's kind of like changed your character. Yeah, and I think so the the way Cause yeah, I'm I'm a person. I don't know. Like I, I like cre- I, I like creating categories for for like the sake of clarity. So, I believe that there's a difference between like personality and character. Mm. So personality is more innate, isn't it? It's 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 very much embedded to who you are, just naturally. So some people are more extroverted. Some people are more introverted. Some people are maybe loud. Some people are a bit more bubbly than others. Some people, you see what I mean? Like some people are more introspective naturally um than than others and you know um so yeah that's that's more like and and those are more like innate traits to me it's 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 just a part of who you are i'm not saying that personalities can't have like varieties or or even like evolve over time but i think that that is more very much embedded in who somebody is character um however i feel like character is developed so uh perseverance that's that's character patience that's character and they're not necessarily uh like mutually exclusive that is that they're they're disconnected i feel like personality and character are interconnected you know what i mean but i think that by definition they're not the same thing and so when you're asking me this this question there was like um because i'm naturally like a uh an introverted person you know and i think during this time as well, there was definitely a lot of that. There was a lot of, um, I actually found, as I believe it is with, with all introverts, like you, you found refreshment, like being alone. So, so some you, people- you, you enjoyed this lockdown then. Lockdown for you was like, was like a luxury. I'm like, listen, we can work from home till 2022. <laughs> I'm calm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, for me it was um, so yeah, personality-wise, anyway. So how will my personal my personality being tied to this whole situation? It was just a lot of thinking, um, a lot of yeah, like going to God, going to the Bible, um, 
and sort of weigh my emotions and stuff like that. So there was a lot of that. But in terms of character now, um, definitely like this whole situation, like I feel like God has really used it um, similar to bed, uh, similar to bed, similar to Ben to make me very like empathetic and compassionate towards people who are going through suffering full stop, not even just bereavement, but suffering. Um, because yeah, I've had my own, my, my own share, share of um, physical issues as well, which I'm sure you're aware of, bro. Like you remember I went for a period where I worked, I was taking bag, <laughs> bag of sick leave. Like it was literally like every other week. Mm. And my dad, my dad died during that time mm-hmm. where I was already having health issues. So when my dad died, it, it made it worse. Do you know what I mean? And so knowing what it's like to feel pain physically, but also pain emotionally, the pain of, of, of bereavement, God really used that to make, to make me more compassionate, more uh, empathetic towards others. And, um, and I feel like there's also been... Um, it's also made me wise, at least more wise than I was before, if I was ever wise, but um, in that I'm not quick to speak when I hear somebody telling me about pain or telling me about any sort of suffering that they're going through. Like, I don't want to assume and be quick to make statements theoretically without actually understanding that I'm dealing with a person here um, and really the concern is understanding where this person is at, um, listening to them and allowing them to actually be honest and be vulnerable. And if they're not, like, seek to draw that out and actually make them feel like, you know, it's, it's okay to be vulnerable. You don't have to be talking to me and say, you know, no, I'm okay, like, I'm going to get through it. Like, yes, we have to be hopeful. I get that. But how are you now? Do you know what I mean? Um, but also, this whole situation has also just made me hopeful as well. You know, there's a passage in the Bible in, in the context of suffering as well. It says that we glory in our suffering because suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope, you know. And for me as a Christian, the biggest hope that I have is knowing that this world full of pain, suffering, evil, tears, disappointment would not like it's not permanent there's gonna be a day where god is gonna renew everything for his glory the bible speaks about the new heavens and the new earth you know i'm very much and this is not a popular belief in our culture but i am grounded in it i i am convinced of it that the same way jesus christ came in history the first time the same time the, the, the same way is gonna happen and the things that are happening even now during this time, the Bible speaks about it. All that we're seeing with coronavirus and all these things, that the Bible says things are just going to get worse and worse and worse. There's going to be calamities. There's going to be wars. There's going to be disasters. There's going to be, you know, um, you know, um, earthquakes. There's going to be disease and so on and so forth. But these are just sort of, um, um, sort of, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? There's just a preparation for his return, basically. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very much convinced in that. And so that hope is grounded in that truth that, you know what, like, I thank you, Lord, that 
this world is not always going to be like this. There's going to be a time when there's going to be no evil, no pain, no tears, you know, fullness of joy. And I, that's, I live in light of that because bro, if I didn't have that hope, I think I'll be, I think I'll go insane. No word of a, no word of a lie. The, the, the amount of things that we're exposed to in this world, you know, there's only, there's only so much a human being can take. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and you have to have, uh, you have to have a source greater than yourself. You, there, there has to be a, an, another, another dimension of, of power and strength that you're tapping into to be able to cope <laughs> and with, with the amount of things that life throws at you, you know, and yeah, I don't know that if, if, if I'm just going around your question, but that's, that's, that's basically it for me, you know, um, compassion, compassion, uh, empathy, um, and yeah, and, and just this, this sense of, sense of hope that is, is real, that literally says, you know, well, yeah, things won't always be like this. And, and um, so yeah, a lot of the time, and we also spoke about this, you know, sometimes you go through these type of situations and people are like, oh, no, no, Francis is strong, man. And this and that, like, no, nah, Francis is actually weak. <laughs> Francis is not strong. <laughs> no, real talk, bro. It's not about Francis being, you know, oh, no, you know, I'd see the way he's dealing with that. No, nah, man, Francis, you're showing strength of character. Francis, you're so stable emotionally. You don't know what, what I'm going through, like behind closed doors. You, 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 you don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like what you see, the Francis that you see and the strength that might be displayed has nothing to do with me. Like this is the grace of God. I remember I was even telling you, we're yeah, speaking yeah, in a car and I believe this, whether you're a Christian or not, I believe in what, you know, Christian calls common grace in that there is a special grace in which God, God exercises, uh, towards people to bring them to Jesus Christ. But there is a common grace that God gives to all men, regardless of whether you believe in Jesus Christ or not, just because he's a good God and you're a part of his creation. He exercises that common grace, i.e. waking you up in the morning, providing food for you to eat, giving you family, giving you friends and stuff. These are all expressions I'm of God's common I'm soon a pot call. Say that again? Oh, no, no, I think, I think it's just... Um... I think I was talking to someone. Okay, yeah, these are all just just yep. close what I was saying. These are all expression of God's common grace, and 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 one of them also is people being able to go through these type of situations that we're talking about, like go through bereavement and not be completely broken by it, um, um, and and not and for it not to lead you to committing suicide and stuff. And we know things like that happen to other people. So what's the difference? Why is it that you? I've not committed suicide, but somebody else has. Is it just because Jermaine is strong enough to, to keep himself or Francis somehow just mustered up this? Nah, like it's, it's God. And, and we have to realize that. And, um, you know, at least I'm convinced of that. And, and you know, I, I give him glory for it, mm. you know? So, no, I, 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 I'm with you on that. I think, um, like I said before, that we, we've grieved, it definitely does build, it, it does, it does build character, do you know what I mean, it does build character, and uh, again, tying them back to, you know, personality as well, depending on the person you are, it does, it, like, character and personality are 
um, I always feel like they're, they're, they're quite synonymous, but I think that the key thing is that knowing that, you know what, like this hasn't broken me out. Uh, it isn't to say like, you know, for those who, you know, maybe haven't quite, the grief hasn't more or less, um, how can I put it in a, in a way that, that that's easier to, that they, they grief, for example, like there's some people who has who have not seen the light at the end of the tunnel, if, if you get what I mean by that. With their grief, you know, unfortunately, like you know, they haven't seen that. And that isn't to say, like you know, that person is or those people are, you know, are, are weaker than us, or you know, absolutely, or, yeah. so many, so many different factors. Yeah. Yeah. So many different factors. And um, I, I think, and I think I could probably speak for all of us when I say that, you know, we are blessed in the sense that you know, like the grace of God has has been bestowed upon us. Um, and you know, we, as much as it is, it is hard. Don't get me wrong; it's hard. Like I said, the, the pain is ongoing and stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to be thankful, you know, that we're we're still here to even. I was even like even be in a position to to share like, our story, be able to even talk about our story so like freely, and you know, still know that you know what, like this isn't ending. But you know, but we 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 were here, and and there's beauty in that, and it's and it it. it it does tie in with obviously what we're trying to do with this, um, like the platform and just, you know, but nevertheless, you know, we give thanks, man. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Definitely. Um, but, um, just to kind of round, I wanted to ask you, so like, so what, like, we always ask all our guests, like, like what kind of mm. advice uh, would you give to those um, dealing with that like, grief? Maybe, maybe like yeah. one of the things that you feel like is key. Yeah. I'll limit it to two because I feel like I've been talking too much. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I think the main thing really, like, cause you know, bro, even the situation that we're talking about, let's be mindful that like, during this time, like people are going through bereavement. People have lost <laughs> loved ones due to COVID-19. Mm. So this is very much a, uh, an issue that people deal like it's 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 a part of life. <laughs> Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's 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 something that people go through. Um, so this is not literally just a, like an intellectual conversation. It's 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 real like that. So um, yeah, my my advice would just be first and foremost, like don't like it's okay to be weak it's okay to feel pain it's okay to um to not be okay Mm. do you know what i mean like allow yourself to feel the weight of your emotions that don't suppress it when when you you know when we suppress our feelings it's only to our detriment you know it might be a short fix, but long-term is detrimental. And we hear of people, and I say this with all sensitivity, who, you know, because when we hear of things like mental breakdown or whatever, it's, it's not just a sudden thing. <laughs> there would have been some red flag or something that was triggered, you know, but maybe I'm, I'm not, I'm not an expert on, on, you know, the issue of mental health and stuff like that. So I very much, recognize that I'm speaking from a very, from limited knowledge, really. But from some of the stories that I've heard, even from people who have gone through it, like 
there's a trigger, but people just feel like, you know what? Now I've got to push myself. I've got to drive. And to be fair, sometimes due to circumstances in life, people felt like they needed to do that. Maybe it was, you know, to, you know, for, for, um, to make ends meet, like they just needed to be at work and, and, and earn money and stuff like that. And there's people depending on them. So I'm not taking that away from people at all, but I'm just saying that, you know, um, oftentimes you hear stories out of people maybe on, who are not um, dealing with their emotions appropriately or um, even acknowledging that there is something wrong and they're just pushing and pushing and pushing themselves in the long term there's a breakdown, you know? And before they know, it's like, how did I even get, like, what happened? How did I get here? Because initially it wasn't dealt with. So my advice would literally just be like, you know, for all those who are going through like pain, and it's not even just bereavement, like you've lost a loved one, like any type of pain, suffering, or, you know, like you're, you're emotionally discouraged, or there's something that's that scripture your heart like and and the sadness there like be honest about it acknowledge it um it's, it's a part of your makeup as a human to to feel emotions i mean to 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 yeah to to be to feel the weight of, of your emotions and so don't don't suppress them. and i think just secondly i would say um that don't be afraid to seek help <laughs> Like, don't be afraid to seek help and to be vulnerable to people. Now, of course, I know that's, that's also dependent on actually having those types of people who you feel comfortable enough to share those type of things with. And, and um, yeah, that's definitely another thing to consider. But even if it's one or two people, because it's not like you, you have to go and be vulnerable to the whole world. Not, not at all. Like, even if you have that one person or two people or three people, like people that genuinely care um, and give you that space to be that vulnerable, like make use of it. You know, we were created to be uh, people who live in community. God didn't create us to be isolated beings. Like I'm just locked up in my house and that's it. I live my life there or I'm in some desert and stuff like that. No, like God actually, God himself is a communal God. And he created us in his image. And in our makeup, naturally, there is this uh, desire for companionship and friendship and stuff like that. That comes from God. And so even in situations like this, um, that should definitely be taken advantage of and, and not being suppressed. You know? So those are, I think, the two things that, two practical advice that we give to people. Just, yeah, like, be, especially for guys, you know, my brothers, <laughs> you know, less is typically of, it's, it's typically an issue with us. Nah, man, I'm calm. Nah, I'm cool, man. I've got this. I've got nah. Like, it's okay. Like I said, it actually takes strength to be to be vulnerable. Um, and then, yeah, secondly, like I said, just um, having that support system and making use of that support system where you can actually express your feelings and have people. And give people the opportunity, obviously, to, to, to actually be a help and a support. Definitely, man. Listen, you, you shared a lot of stuff. I think we've, we've um, definitely learned a lot, man. And, and back to what I said earlier, I think it's, it's, it was good because, again, there's a lot of misconceptions that we have, you know, when like surrounding, like, you know, being someone of faith. And so I think it's kind mm-hmm. of important that, um, you know, to kind of like shed light on that, to kind of like dispel those like typical, I won't say typical, but those kind of 
It's mm. idea, it's con- this conditioning that because you know you, you know you, you believe in wealth, that means suffering can't exist, or that means you, you can't feel something. It has to be yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um. Um, no, we, we appreciate you coming on, man. It's, it's been actually insightful. No, I've enjoyed it, man. I've enjoyed it for sure. I really appreciate you guys having me on. And yeah, like what you guys are doing, man, is is definitely big. Um, I feel like it's a unique, it's a unique niche that you guys have found, um, in this fair, or this age of podcast. And um, yeah, I just really pray and hope that it would be, um a source of comfort and encouragement um, for many and also a place where people can actually receive clarity, you know, where people are struggling with, people who are struggling with emotions can, can tune in and um, get a bit more clarity on, on, on how they can actually process their emotions through, through difficult times. So definitely, man. Definitely God bless you guys, man. You shit, man. Where can people find you, bro? I know you're not really, you're not really active on the socials, but where can people find you if they want to, um, you know, hear from the so yeah, I'm not I'm not really active, but but then that's that's just a personal choice as well. I'm just I'm not really a person who is in into social media like that. My, my wife even calls me granddad. She's like, you're not actually a millennial. You're like some old person. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just here, but um, yeah. So but but obviously I'm to be fair. Like I'm free if. if I don't know if even if I can I can I can do this person. I guess yeah. If if anybody wanted to maybe contact me or they had questions about anything that I mentioned or um, they wanted to hear more or whatever, like they can maybe contact you personally, bro, yeah. and and you can pass oh. on my contact details. Yeah, I Oh, okay. I can drop your email. In the you can drop my email. That's yeah. it. Yeah, you can drop my email. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, people can just reach right. out to me that way. Love, love. No, I appreciate that, man. Um. Thank you, like this was actually very well. It's, it's, it was very good. I, I I learned a lot, and I think um, you know, it's good that that we can have these conversations, especially more as like not just people going, but guys, guys, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, to, to keep. I mean, I'm again. It's all about uh, um, having a safe space and who you can talk to as well in it. So we, we do appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that with these well, things. Thanks for thanks for this, Francis. No, no worries, Ben, man. Good to finally meet you, even though it's not, it's, you know, it's not physical, it's physical, it's, it's yeah, but, you know, but, we're meeting virtually, but no, it's good to finally speak to you, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so, for those listening, uh, don't forget, follow us on thinknotloudpod underscore, leave a review, drop a one to review. <laughs> 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 I mean, feedback's always welcome, man, you know. Um, mm. Yeah, we appreciate the listen. But yeah, Francis, man, definitely um, appreciate you coming on once again, man. And, um, pleasure, pleasure. Yourself and, you know, your fam keeping well, you know. Um, mm. Like you said, 
ideally we wanted to have done this, you know, in person, but yeah, it's not even this. There's, there's, um, I can come back on. I can come back on. What it is here, because I, I know, I know, probably for those listening now, it sounds like sound like we've said this a lot of times for every every, <laughs> every guest here. But honestly, we don't have a problem with having guests coming back on. That's not, yeah. not to say that I'm saying it for everything, but this week, <laughs> <laughs> you know, man. So of course, like we always, always like um, yeah, open conversation about grief, but also other conversations that that kind of align with um. Masculinity. Anything on? Yeah. yeah. So we're always that. Um, yeah, so, okay. Thanks. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's another thing in and of itself. Let's all stay safe and well, and yeah, keep on thriving and looking after ourselves, man. You know? mm. But that's a that's a wrap from us. <laughs> <laughs>